Funny, the history podcast that tries to learn the lessons of the past. This episode is slightly different to the well-loved format so far, pioneered by James and myself. Today, I have a special guest who kindly offered to tell me how I was wrong on the statues issue. That is the issue of whether these statues of historically suspect, historically discredited individuals should be taken down. Cassie Cope, a fellow history teacher, spoke to me via a popular video conferencing app, which I will not advertise by name. We zoomed through a debate on whether statues of questionable historical figures should be taken down, alas, or Coulston in Bristol and Cecil Rhodes in Oriel College, Oxford. While the following exchange is obviously of the highest quality, as are all the podcasts, rigorously researched, immaculately executed, it's probably prudent to know that there's a lot of me sounding like I'm shouting. I'm not really shouting, it's just the way that the the audio works. It's definitely not me, it's definitely the audio. The debate follows no kinds of typical rules in terms of you have a minute to speak, then I have a minute to speak. So it often seems to resemble more of an argument than a healthy exchange of opinion, but I think that gives it a kind of flowing quality. And perhaps as a consequence of that flowing quality, we do on occasion circle around the same points, um, a bit like a large metal object whirlpooling its way to the bottom of the harbour. So there is some repetition. But apart from that, it's great. So uh, enjoy. What I might need to do is actually get your post up again, because it was quite lengthy. Well, shall I? I'll start by just stating my position. Yeah, I think that's good, because number one, I can't really be bothered to read it all again. No. And number two, we can't. Right, I'll I'll state my position on statues then. Excellent, and that will be good, because we'll see if I've understood your position correctly. So my position on statues is that, first of all, I think they're stupid. I don't like statues. I think statues, from a historical perspective, are entirely ridiculous and unhistoric. By venerating people, you learn very little about them. So what do you mean by by unhistoric? I feel like I need to take notes. I mean unhistoric in the sense that the great man version of history has now been discredited. As it should be. That sort of, what's his name, Robert Carlyle, all history is related to what great men have done. But I, but I think statues are sort of representative of that, when in reality, as we know, history is made up of far more complex issues than just this sort of veneration of heroes that comes with statues. So mm-hmm. in their essence, I think they're stupid. Yeah. So that's clear. Key point one, statues equal stupid. Yeah. But, and almost because they're stupid, I don't think we should get rid of them. I think the morally correct thing to do is to keep them where they are because they serve a a purpose, a really important historical purpose. Okay. Because my assertion is that that stupidity in itself, that stupidity and unhistoricness that saw that statue put up Mm -hmm. is valuable in itself. Right. Okay. They And in that sense, they serve a function because they reveal the stupidity of the past and they keep that they keep that stupidity of the past at the forefront of public mind 
excellent and we should be reminded how stupid we are i often like to remind the children that i teach how stupid they are at regular intervals exactly Just and if they if they've remind done like, mistakes they've made moments where they've humiliated themselves just like to bring them up on a regular basis because it's an interesting example you use of that because feedback if they've done a bad <laughs> essay if they've done a bad essay you don't throw it in the bin do you yeah true you don't chuck it in the river well depends how bad if it reflects <laughs> on my teaching you <laughs> <it> might <laughs> might end up in the river so and that takes me to my third point which I don't think I really mentioned that much in the post. Oh, okay. Secret point number three. Which is that the main reason for removing statues seems to be based on offence, offence to their views and a sort of presentist view of morality, in essence, that what they were doing then is not in accordance with what we would do now. And my argument is that that is a bit of a slippery slope. And it can lead to, because if we start saying like, we want to remove anything that is based in exploitation, we would be removing almost every brick in this country, whether it was built on the money of slavery or whether it was built by exploited working classes, everything is a result of exploitation. So to yeah. remove it is... It's, and if it, you'd like some details on how everything is built on exploitation, please see my uh, video. <laughs> <laughs> on how uh, this is a nation built on white supremacy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and from a practical perspective, that's not useful because we would literally be destroying almost everything. Yeah. And from a moral perspective, it's iconoclasm. It's, it's destroying artifacts that you don't like. Mm. And they're my three points. Those are your three points. Well, those are, those are the three points I kind of thought that you had. I mean... Obviously, the first comment that I was going to make when I mm. considered commenting on your Facebook post, but then decided it was funnier to leave it completely ignored. <laughs> the first thing I was going to say was credit to you for wading into, number one, a controversial debate, and number two, wading in on the side of some people who are probably unpopular in your social circle. Not that you're necessarily agreeing with them, mm. but in that you want the statue to stay up, you are in the most simple terms on their side of that debate. Yeah. And I think it's admirable how willing you are to risk us calling you some kind of ist throughout your life. <laughs> but like that you stress there was an opinion, but I do have to say, I think your opinion is wrong. <laughs> it's a bad opinion. But I don't think we're in complete disagreement. And I like to focus on where we agree. So I think, okay, so I think you were saying that the, well, the, well, not necessarily the primary function of statues, but the original function of statues is veneration. Like yeah. that's why we put up a statue to venerate someone. And that's its like original or like primary function. But you also say, and I agree with this too, that statues have, or they gain over time, the secondary function where they are like basically a source Mm -hmm. for historians or people interested in history on the culture of the time when they were created yeah okay good <laughs> so i've understood your argument thus far and i also agree with you that we definitely shouldn't pretend the past hasn't happened 
but I would definitely disagree that that is what people taking down the statues are trying to do, given that the people tearing down the statues tend to be the same people arguing over and over again, like, teach slavery in schools properly and, you know, put X and Y into the curriculum. I don't think erasure is really their goal. It might be the goal of some people who are very strongly supporting the statue removal because it makes them feel better. But I think it would be wrong to say, oh, they're tearing down the statue because they don't want to pretend the past happened. I think they would actually argue that by like leaving the statue up, you're pretending the past didn't happen because you're ignoring the fact that the person the statue is of has done a really bad thing and doesn't really deserve to be a statue. But how are you ignoring the past by keeping the statue up? Surely that's acknowledging the past. Well, I think it's ignoring the past in the sense that nobody's bothered to... I think people are saying that if you're not offended by the statue, then you're ignoring the past. So, okay, let's get to a more fundamental issue. What, what, what reasons do you have for taking down a statue? What reasons do you have for taking down a statue? That yeah. they, well, you've said the primary function of a statue is veneration and the secondary yeah. function of the statue is as a source on the culture of the time. Yeah. I think when your argument falls down is when do they lose the primary function of being veneration? Because how does somebody looking at a statue not know that that statue is not there because it's still venerating that person? Well, my point is that, that the function as in why they were built was veneration. That doesn't mean that that's how they remain and that's how they stay. Because the motivation for but building when something... Do they, when do they stop being veneration? Well, when and do when they start? When you put them up and you're like, this person deserves to have a statue. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they are being venerated. That just means that you want them to be venerated. But you've said this function of statues is to venerate the people in them, and that's why they're put up. And nobody, that... put, nobody put up the statue of, what's his name? Coulson? This is how much research yeah. I've done. <laughs> yeah, Coulson, yeah. Nobody put up the statue of Coulson being like, we should put the statue up because it will provide an interesting historical source for people in the future. They just put it up because they're like, woohoo, we deserve the statue. Although, to be honest, I have no idea who put up the Coulson statue. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Coulson. <laughs> Do we know who put the statue up? Well, it was put or up what? in the Victorian era. Was he a Victorian? No, no, he was, he was, he was part of, he formed the Royal African Company many years earlier. The reason they put him up is because he had contributed quite significantly to some of the buildings and some of the charitable foundations in Bristol. Okay, so, so the people at the time basically were like, this man deserves to have a statue commemorating him because of all the good that he's done for Bristol. And it was, it was, in many ways it was, and this is a point that I'm making, is that the context of the statues and why they were built and where they were built is a really important component. So the Colston statue tells us not just about him as a person, and it doesn't just yeah, draw attention. But it, yeah, about the audience and what, why they just chose to put him up at that time. So it clearly yeah, and that obviously reflects how the Victorian times, even post-abolition, they're still very much happy to ignore the uh, <laughs> huge amount of cruelty well, involved in slavery. It's not so much. It's not so much that they're ignoring it. It's just that they don't think it's important at that time. It's just not. It's yeah. not in their mindset. Yeah, they don't think it's a problem. And no. that they think it is a problem is illuminating about them. And I agree that is useful. And that is a component of the statue. And that is why statues are an interesting thing. 
but I don't think that's a reason to keep them up because I think my point is the Victorians put him up because they wanted to celebrate him yes when did it lose that function of celebration when do people stop looking at it and stop thinking Colson what a great guy well when, <laughs> when whenever they, they whenever ah, they, historical source it's whenever they decide to so you watch so would you advocate just completely leaving the statues alone or are you one of those people that's like put a little plaque up next to the statue that's like this statue reflects the Victorian era well, I think, I, to be honest, most statues in most places, most of the time, are completely and utterly ignored. Yeah. As in, I imagine, like, for example, in Brighton, there's, a stat- there's many, many statues. I, the only one I can name is Victoria. The, the rest I haven't even looked at or noticed at any point in my life. And that's someone who's interested in history. So from, you- a, pra- from a practical perspective, putting a plaque on, perhaps wouldn't make that much difference because most people wouldn't pay attention to it anyway. But in my perspective, I think it should be a site for questioning. And yeah, I I would be in support of putting a plaque up and saying, this is the context behind this statue. This is why it's here. And I think think that would have such a powerful impact on people because they go, this city is built on the money of slavery. This city did once venerate a slaver. Whereas if yeah. you simply divorce it from that, you, Bristol loses part of its, its past. It loses a scar. It's like uh, sort mm. of makeup over a scar. The scar is still there, but you're now trying to conceal it. Yeah, but I, again, I don't think that's what they're trying. I don't think the tearing down the statues is trying to conceal that past. I think, I think they tear down the statues because having a statue uh, that is of a person who was massively involved in the slave trade and mm-hmm. is responsible for the death of what is it like 19,000 people I think I've yeah. seen floating on Twitter which is a pretty sizable number and I think particularly for people of colour for that statue to still be there makes it feel like it is a city that is less welcoming to them and I think if on the one hand you have people who are happy with that statue being there even under those circumstances and on the other hand just use there you have people who haven't even paid attention to the statue and don't really give it <laughs> to us one way or the other because they've not really noticed it before and then you have people for whom the statue is actively making the place they live in a less welcome place to live in then I think just get rid of the statue <laughs> and also I'm not saying necessarily throw the statue in the harbour because that would be, even if it's not trying to do it so now, kind of consigning it to history and getting forgotten about. But what about like taking down the statue and putting the statue in a museum? Well, again, I, 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 or I, like I, taking a picture of the statue when it's up and being like, this was here and then taking it down. A few things. Number one, I am not against the sort of democratic process if people democratically want to get rid of a statue that's their choice so i'm not saying that by all means the government should protect these statues what i'm saying is that i don't think it is the right thing to do to get rid of them and your point about museums so let's put them in a museum i think that can be counted in two ways number one is that they're the context as i've already argued is really important the context mm. of where they're placed uh, locates them, not just geographically, but within history. 
and it gives mm -hmm. an importance to that location. It was put there for a very specific reason. It was put in Bristol for a very specific reason. And to take it out of that context, which leads into my second point, sort of reduces its capacity for teaching us lessons and showing us what human past was like. I think mm -hmm. human habitation should reflect our mistakes. I don't think human, habit human habitation should be like humans themselves. It should be imperfect. And I think in seeking perfection, we actually do more damage than good because we forget about those mistakes that we've made. We forget that this was once the case. This was once a city that celebrated someone who, like you say, killed thousands and thousands of Africans. Mm. And I think to put I it in a museum, do, it I agree that. with you. Yeah, I think I do agree with you in that, like, the aim really should be to educate people about that past and to not ignore it. And mm. your kind of argument is that by leaving it where it is, it makes that lesson stronger than if you were making that lesson in a museum. Yeah. But then I, it's like, where do you draw the line there? Like, are we allowed to change any parts of history? <laughs> well, we're not allowed to change any parts of history. But... Exactly how it is. What is in, should we change any remnants of history? So like, what is it, where, where does, is it the Hungarian uprising when there's the famous things of like the um, statue of Stalin being yeah, yeah, yeah. down? Should those statues have been left up? Well, there, I, again, like if there's Make 58. Sure nobody forgets that there was a time when a Stalin statue was here. Well, I, I, I would support those. I think having those statues remain is, is a good idea. And I've, there was an article in The Guardian last week from her name was or is Leah YP. Her surname spelled YPI. How's that pronounced? Yipi? A bit like Ypres, but. I think it might be Yipi. So she she's, comes from Albania. And she talks about her experience in Albania and how um, the statue of this guy called Hoxha, who was the leader of the Communist Party, was toppled. Mm. And after it was toppled, people were like, we've solved the problem almost. That's it. We, we're out of the communist um, dictatorship. We're free. We're in a much better place than we were before. But mm. she argues that while toppling statues mark a break with the past, it makes it more difficult to learn from it. And it only served really to give the illusion of freedom and to clean up the mess on the surface rather than actually get to the core of it. And she, it was like, it was, sim it was simpler to condemn the history rather than actually deal with the history. And I think, yeah. like, I think we should face up to it. It's, it's, I can understand, but so would you kind of argue that like this focus on like and debate surrounding statues is actually just massively distracting from the real issues yeah. of like systemic racism in society and it's almost like the circus to distract so do you think it's yeah would you it's say messing that around with the edges it's messing around with the edges or do it, you it, not think it could be actually very reflective of the issues but the way you you reflect on issues is you look at the past and you look at the problems of the past and you use them as evidence to support a theory if, if you believe that there is systemic racism in this society you don't want to destroy the statues. You want to keep them as relics of the evidence. That is your evidence right there. I don't think they see the statues. Well, I think they do see the statues as evidence of systemic racism, but I don't think it's necessarily the statue itself. I think the statues, I think people tearing down the statues would argue that they are a reflection of actually a lack of education on and a lack of interesting in 
a lack of interest in and a failure to confront the past because if you had been properly educated and properly confronted your past how could you let that statue be there comfortably well i think you can't but what, what's wrong with being uncomfortable i think that's a good thing being uncomfortable i think that that drives you uh, after all that's what this is all about isn't it feeling uncomfortable yeah but i think they're saying that therefore but i think they would say that then tearing down the statue is actually people acting on that uncomfortability whereas before they were happy to just ignore the statue and just let it live there and be like oh well it's just colson just you know just ignore him but they i think him. i think it's i think if you were acting like a like i think it's people confronting it for the first time and yes it makes them uncomfortable but i think the tearing down of the statue is acting on that uncomfortability i think it is but i don't think it's effective long term because as ep argues that th this this only gives a superficiality of success mm. you know you it's it's easy to claim victory by just getting rid of the block of stone but that's not a victory you you need those reminders of the past to to continue to motivate you surely and what i would be for and i think i totally agree that things like teaching slavery in a proper way is a really important thing for schools to do schools mm. in bristol should have as part of their their teaching they should say we're going to go to the the colston statue today and every time you walk past this statue you will know who this man is and you will know the 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 impact that he had on bristol you'll know the impact that he had on the world and you'll know how we stand to, in today's world because of him and you can continually therefore be reflective and when you pass that statue you won't go oh what a brilliant man you'll go what a horrible man what a horrible man but what an important man in our history and how important is it that we're going to continue to push to make sure that racism the kind that he advocated is no longer a thing it's like would you get rid of auschwitz or what about um the pyramids the pyramids were built by slaves Oh, that's a good point. The pyramids were, but yeah, but I think it's slightly different because the pyramids were built by slaves, and yeah. yes, Auschwitz was built, but the but the Auschwitz wasn't built to venerate the mass murderers involved in the Holocaust. Auschwitz was built for a purpose. But your is not your purpose, and it's left there purely for commemoration of this thing, whereas statues still had this primary function of when this person was celebrated but your your validation for taking statues down was that they cause people to be uncomfortable or offended now people well, that's are one element of it i think is because the statue was put up to celebrate somebody and yes we might not be celebrating them anymore but surely if we put it up to celebrate them and we're not celebrating them anymore therefore we should take it down because if you, you said yourself that statues represent the time that they live in, surely, therefore, taking down the statue is just simply representing the time that we live in now. And maybe, you know, like I said, take a picture of the statue, put the picture in a history book to remember that there was a time when he was celebrated. But surely it's just like a reflection of our current history that we are refusing to have him celebrated anymore. But the pyramids were i think this is where we really disagree is that you and i think if statues were used in the way that you want them to be used in that you would take a class there and be like look we used to celebrate this guy and that is a really important part of the history then that would be great i would be like yeah leave them up because that is the purpose that they serve and that's a really good purpose 
but I think that purpose that they have for you is not the purpose that they have for everyone else. I think the purpose that they have for everyone else is that you have a statue up to celebrate someone. And if you don't want to celebrate him, you don't want the statue to be there. But I think that rather than giving up to that simplistic point of view, we should challenge it. What a simplistic point of view that well, statues celebrate? Yeah. But that's not simplistic. That is what statues do. That's what they were for. And therefore, you could say... There's a difference between what they were for and what they do. Yeah, but when it went up, when did it stop celebrating him? If we're not celebrating him anymore, why would we keep a statue up? To learn from it. Yeah, but that only works if you're ensuring that people learn from it by doing something like putting up a plaque or a little sign about the content. Without that, how on earth are people meant to learn from it? I think your argument hinges on people being a lot more interested in history than they unfortunately are. No, I, I think what your argument requires is for people to view the world with a historian's squid-like ability to see both the surface and, and the seafloor. And as much as we would like them to, not everyone in the world has this... Squid-ability. Squid, squid-ability. They don't have this. I think it would be great if these statues stayed up and everyone looked at them and thought, wow. Oh, you we're in agreement then. Brilliant. Oh, fantastic. We're in agreement. <laughs> oh, they oh, It'd be great if that's what they did, but I just don't think that's what they do. But I think we should... I think this statue and you think, oh, this statue tells me that this place likes this person. And, and it's not simplistic for that because that is why you put a statue up. And people, you know, without a plaque or if the statue's left there completely unadulterated, how on earth are people meant to know that that's a Victorian statue and reflects that time? For all they know, that statue going to be put up last week. <laughs> but, but my point is that we shouldn't be beholden to these bits of brick and metal. It's up to us. And, and I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's good enough to say just because people don't think this way, we should just accept that they don't think this way and not try and change their minds. The whole point of things like the Black Lives Matter movement is to change minds and to make people think about things. It's not to just go, well, people won't think about things, so let's just accept that and you know, trim around the sides and deal with the surface stuff. No, it is about fundamentally changing people's minds. And I think statues are a really poignant symbol and a lasting symbol that you can point to as evidence for why we need to change our minds and opinions on things. I don't think we should simply accede to the kind of the simplicity of it all. I think we should continue to challenge simplicity and, and search for complexity. But I don't think they're discouraging you like, to think about it. I think they're encouraging you to actually think if you were to be educated about Colson and to actually think about him and who he is as a person, do you think he should have a statue? And then for people to think, but well, then point... people are free to think no. And if they think they shouldn't have a statue, and I think they're free to take that statue down. And then I think that taking down of the statue reflects much like the statue going up in the first place, a shift in attitudes. But the question, do you think he should have a statue, is redundant because he does have a statue. It's there. You can't erase that. It's like saying, do you think they're... Do you think Hitler should have invaded, invaded Poland? It doesn't matter. He did. So we can't change that. So we have to face the reality of it. We can't hide but, from that but, reality. Well, then can you just say, well, okay, well, do you think he should continue to have a statue based on once you actually learn about who he is? He will always have is? a statue. He will always have a statue. It's a redundant question. 
of course it, 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 it should continue to have a statue you will always have a statue it will always, you have, always have a statue if you take the statue down that's, but that's it, not... it will always have existed yeah it will have existed but the fact that you're refusing to let it exist any further does that not reflect that your society has moved on but he is dead and it's just a piece of metal so if yeah, you're but it's a piece of metal that commemorates him and has and arguably continues to venerate him by existing and if you no longer want to venerate him then you can push him in the harbour and that shows what you think of him now compared to what you thought of him or what bristol thought of him a hundred years ago the statue and bristol as a city wants to show that they don't venerate slave traders anymore well they should knock down all their buildings then well, no, because this building serves a purpose. That's such a silly argument to just be like, oh, okay, well, if you're going to take down the statue, then take down the building. But the, the statue building serves a purpose. The pur- yeah, the statue serves a purpose to venerate him. No, that, is, that was the purpose of the statue. It was the purpose. It's not but anymore. If that was the purpose, when does it lose purpose? At what point in history? Is there a year? Is there a date you can pinpoint where you say, okay, he's come down because, you know. Well, no, of course you can't because history is complicated. And you can't just pick a date where people suddenly decided that slavery and racism was a really big issue. But it happened over time. And to, to act as though our moral standards are the ultimate moral standards is just a, a really crazy thing to do. I mean, what statues shouldn't be taken down? by moral standards of today. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of statues that shouldn't be taken down by moral statues. That statue of that woman hitting a Nazi with her handbag, big fan of that statue. That but statue what, can stay up. What do you know about that woman? That she hit a man, she hit a Nazi with a handbag. And I'm there's probably a lot more to her. But this thing, I agree that there's no such thing as a perfect statue, absolutely. But I think it's not much, it's, it can't be hard to do better than a mass murderer. Well, that, that, man, that man gave more to charity than the woman who hit, hit the Nazi with a handbag. Yeah, but he was a mass murderer. I don't think there's that much debate there. <laughs> no, there's not, there's not debate. And I'm, I, I, don't, I don't think we should celebrate mass murderers, but I think we should think about them and not ignore that they exist. I mean, what makes... Make taking down the statue statues? is not ignoring that he exists. Taking down the statue is recognising that he did exist and recognising everything of that he did and not ignoring the fact that he was a mass murderer. I think if you put the statue up, that's a reflection either that you don't know or you don't care that he was a mass murderer. And saying that now that you do care about that aspect of his identity and therefore you don't want his statue shows that Bristol as a city has moved on over time. And why can't they take down the statue to reflect that? And I agree with you, I'm sure, that there is no such thing as a perfect person for a statue. But, and I agree that the morality we have now is certainly no moral absolute. And I'm sure people in 50 or 100 years from now will be like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe those people thought this way about this thing. Eight but meat. what? Eight meat. Yeah, I'd stuff like that. No, that's a genuinely really good example. Yeah. So 50, like 50, 100 years from now, we're going to have people be like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe those people at that time ate meat. Whereas obviously most people now don't really care about it. But, we are vegetarians and vegans, so, so let's, let's take the but example. My, but then, but still, if they get to reflect their society with their statue, why can't we reflect our stat- society by taking the statue down? And then don't don't erase the history. Teach the history. Make sure everyone knows the statue was there. But you don't have to leave the statue up because I think if there's any chance, even a slim chance, that anyone can see that statue and think he is still being venerated. And that's a problem. 
it is a problem. And with, it is a and problem. With the but we shouldn't hide problems. We should I, highlight I, I, problems. But, I think, but having but the problem is the statue existing. No, that's not the problem. The problem is that people still venerate that statue. The problem is not the statue existing. But the statue by the statue by being up and having no plaque or anything around it saying, you know, we don't actually agree with the statue, but we want to leave it here, means somebody could look at the statue and think someone is celebrating the slave trader. And that isn't acceptable. <laughs> well, it, it may or may not be. I don't, I don't think it's acceptable. But the fact that people are doing it is a reality. So it shouldn't be hidden. But the thing is, now that they've torn it down, they're not doing it because he's not there anymore. So his statue's not there to like continue to venerate him. And that's better. That's the problem. But I, I think a, a, a statue, I think you need to disconnect the intention of the statue to how it is actually received. Like to take, for example, the Cecil Rhodes statue in the college in Oxford no one ever really cared about that statue. That statue was always quite disliked from the very beginning. It was only really put there because it was the building was built for, from, from the money that Cecil Rhodes had left to the college. So no one really liked it at any point. It was never really venerated. So it's been a subject of discussion from minute one all the way up to now. Now, I think that's brilliant. Where I think it's wrong is that you say you take it down. No, that is a mistake. We should recognise that mistake and learn from it. Not just take but, it down. Yeah, I yeah, I agree that you should take like learn from it, but I don't think just leaving it up is an effective way of learning from it. Why not? Because it's been up for this however many years, I don't know when they first made the statue, but these statues have been up throughout the sixties and seventies and eighties and nineties, and people have failed to learn from them up to this point in history so why would they magically start learning from them now people are only learning people are only learning from these statues because people are trying to tear them down but my point is whether you tear them down or have them up the difficulty is not that that doesn't make the difference as to whether people learn or not that doesn't what makes the difference is is attitudes and education so we've taken down many statues throughout history we have taken down statues of hitler of stalin of napoleon of all these awful dictators, have we learned that lesson? No. Just because they took down statues of Napoleon didn't mean Hitler would never exist. He did. And just because we took down statues of Hitler didn't mean Stalin would never exist. He did. And then we took down statues of Stalin and more dictators have sprung up around the world. Saddam Hussein. We take down the statue of Saddam Hussein. More dictators will spring up around the world. Taking down the statue is just a superficial change. What needs to change is the attitudes and beliefs and approaches of people and I think taking down the statue not only doesn't really solve the problem it conceals that problem and we need to have a more robust discussion on statues and how we should approach them I agree we we do have the tendency to think there's a statue that must be a great person that is the mm -hmm. attitude that needs to be challenged but taking down the statue in and of itself will make no difference because it never has but when you say it never has, mm. is there a comparable point in history, in, at least in our British history, where statues have been torn down for this reason? Because obviously, like, you've given, like, we've talked about the examples of, like, Lenin and Hitler statues being torn down. But well, those are statues that are, like, 
focus very much on the individual whereas I think the like Colson statue and statues like it because they weren't so famous individually in themselves I think because they're reflective of wider problems that are not addressed the taking down of their statues is more interesting well than, like, the taking down of, like, Hitler statue. let's talk then about a sort of iconoclism and the, the the tearing down of catholic churches okay. did we learn from that well what would we have learned from that well what, is that what, a useful comparison how are they how is that similar or not similar because at the time of the protestant reformation it was seen that we were moving from a period of great corruption and evil and immorality in fact more um heated than the discussion of today because it was related to religion and the way we lived our lives so any relic of that any relic of this old immoral religion must be torn down. So they tear down the churches, they tear down the statues, they tear down these works of art. And has the Catholic Church gone? Has immorality gone? No, but I'm not sure that's a useful comparison in that I think there's much more debate to be had on, you know, the nuances of Protestant Christianity. Versus... There wasn't at the time. There wasn't debate at the time. It was Puritan. It was a Puritan and very cut and dry case. It was a case of good versus evil. And that's what I think we need to avoid. And that's but what I think was, we're, we're coming dangerously close to by saying- there was lots of Catholics at the time. Lots of racists now. Yeah, but, well, yeah, that is true. And they're the ones <laughs> arguing to keep the statue up, which I think is something else to factor in. But, you know, I'm not but sure not, it's- Again, I'm, like, not, I'm just not sure there's a useful comparison because, yes, I, I definitely agree. There's lots of people still racist now, but, you know, we don't get quite so many slave traders necessarily. But, but we've had the, sta the statues were up after the abolition of the slave trade. Mm. The statue of Colston was put up after the slave trade was abolished. Yeah, but when society still clearly felt that, that charitable works <laughs> could negate slave trading as a problem i don't i don't know <laughs> i think we agree on that i i don't know because i don't think either of us want to leave the statues exactly as they are in no, that I, I i mean i want to leave the statues exactly the as they are and i want to change the minds of people yeah in that well okay fine then i don't i think we agree that neither of us want the statues to continue as they were no, but, I want them to be viewed in a critical way, yeah. Rather than, I don't really know, I guess, ignored, which is... Yeah, or ignored or just assumed to be, or oh, look, there's a guy, or whatever. But the thing is, I'm not sure you can really have your way leaving the statues completely alone. Because the statue has existed since the Victorian times, and has clearly not prompted anybody to really have a debate about whether or not the statue should be here until today, or at least until modern times yeah and i imagine that's because for most of history people have just ignored it yeah but when it has been a something like like i say the the statue of cecil rhodes that has mm. been a contentious hot button issue from the very beginning well when did the cecil Rhodes statues go up and has it been that contentious or has it just been ignored i think it was well, even the Rhodes Ball campaign only kicked off like a couple of years ago. It was very, it was very recent. What's but interesting is that Rhodes Must Fall campaign wasn't successful in getting the statue removed, whereas it's now been removed. And that is in itself 
really interesting and useful for historians because that what has changed between whenever the Cecil Rhodes campaign was 2016 or whatever and now that means this and that is that is just as useful as it's actually still being up the fact that it didn't come down then and is coming down now but my is a point is of the society you've taken down the bricks mm. so what have you achieved i just think well i think what you've achieved is that is there no racism anymore no i'm not saying there's no racism anymore but i'm saying that if you are a person of color at oxford university and that statue is making you feel like Oxford University is not a place that welcomes you and that statue gets taken down and you feel better, then I'm happy with that. I care more about that person's feelings I think in, in than all I do about using the statue as historical evidence. I don't really know. I think there were people that passionately felt like that statue made them feel less welcome at that university. And that is something that me and you, as white people, will never really truly understand i just feel like if it makes people feel better take it down i don't care i'm not saying forget it was ever there leave the empty pedestal so we can all be like no that used to be a cecil Rhodes statue and then that is still a learning point and put the cecil Rhodes statue in a museum or take a picture of it before you take it down and let mm-hmm. people look at the picture and be like this was here for this period of time but I just, I just, I don't care as much about the historical point being made as people feeling more welcome. And maybe it would be great if people felt more welcomed because a statue existed as a learning point in history for them. But I think essentially you just have to listen to what they're telling you. Well, a a few things. So firstly, I think you can keep the statue and still be equally welcomed if everyone says that the statue is stupid and they don't like Cecil Rhodes. So, but lots of people were saying the statue is stupid and they don't like Cecil Rhodes, but then they were also like, but we don't take the statue down, which I think maybe... Why we... take it down? If we, if we all agree he's bad, why take it down? Well, if you all agree he's bad, why keep it up? To remind ourselves. But you don't need reminding. If you all agree he's bad, then you understand that history. We if might you understand not... this history, you don't need him to be up. We might not need reminding, but the next generation do. Well, <laughs> teach them about it. And what a better way to teach them than by showing them. So anyway, that, that's the first point. The second point, the idea that people of colour are offended by that, I think that's a little bit of almost infantilization, And like, that they're, they're, sort of, they're so fragile that they can't see a statue of something. That, that's like me saying... You know, I, I have Irish heritage, so to see a statue of Oliver Cromwell really, really offends me. I think people... Well, maybe for you, if you have Irish heritage and it doesn't offend you, then that's great. But I'm not infantilising people. I'm listening to what they're telling me, which they have said in articles and interviews. And maybe it's not all people of colour at Oxford University. Maybe some of them aren't bothered by it. Maybe some of them view it the way that you view it. But I don't think it's infantilizing them to say, oh, they're offended by it. I think it's listening to them because they have said very clearly and vocally that they are, they want it down. And, and I would, I, I'm not going to argue with what someone is offended by because that's a, a personal thing. But I would say there are more egregious things to be offended by that we can be tackling than this statue. And taking down this statue is not... A victory in any way it doesn't really achieve anything 
at, at the systemic and deeper level that I think we all want to be fighting at. I just think, I, th I think it's a distraction. I think it's, it's glitter and it's surface and it's glib and it's easy. And it's, it's an easy way to, to claim a victory when really it's just not really achieved anything. The main thing is learning from the past. Not, you say it's not really achieved anything. That's not true at all because it has sparked an absolutely ginormous debate and it has proved a really controversial issue and it's really forced a lot of people to address the history and it's pulled a lot of people out of the darkness to come to London and defend these statues. Um, and I, so I think it's really shined that light on that particularly unpleasant part of society and I agree with what you said that compared to really tackling the institutional systemic aspects of racism obviously it's not necessarily doing that but I think imbuing the statue as a reflection of that systemic racism and the fact that the statue has been allowed to exist so long unchallenged is a reflection of that systemic racism that by pulling it down it's reflecting that people at least want to challenge that systemic racism, which definitely has not been the case before. And even if it seems like a glib version of that, I think it's, I think the statues, even if it's a superficial part, it's part of this significant problem of racism in society. And therefore, pulling it down does achieve something. What? It just, I think it achieves something in reflecting that people want to address the systemic racism in society and want to start addressing that past. But wouldn't it be better if rather than us talking about a statue, we were talking about a real issue that actually would change the everyday lives of people for the better? So if we were talking I about... Think, I, think we're talk I think the fact that we're talking about the statue is number one a thing because nobody was talking about the statues before. But I think by talking about the statue, you are talking about the history of Britain and the slave trade and the importance of the slave trade to British history. And by talking about whether or not to tear down the statue, I think that is bringing some of these debates to the forefront. And I think that by wanting for the first time in our history to tear these statues down, it reflects that change is happening and people want that change to happening. And I think that is achieving something. I think by rejecting and like refusing to allow these venerations of people who are culpable of crimes against humanity to continue to exist is an achievement. I think it reflects progress and so I think it's good and I think for the people that I mean for the people that tore down the statue in Bristol they clearly felt like they'd achieved something they looked well chuffed when he went in the harbour <laughs> I mean I, I think that's a dangerous road to go down because you know the in English Defence League types who successfully protect a statue were pretty happy that they managed to do that as well I, I, I just fundamentally think that keeping the statues and keeping the mistakes and the horrors of human civilization at the forefront of our minds is really, really important. And it's important that we walk past things that offend us every day and that we walk past things that make us think and make us critical every day. Yeah. And I do agree with you on that, but I think, I think the problem is those statues have been up for decades or centuries and you know, that kind of 
agreeing with slave trading went out of fashion a very long time ago and yet nobody seems to have learnt from the statues so i think we've kind of tried it your way it hasn't really worked let's try tearing them down but i think yeah i think you're right in the sense that they they haven't been learnt from but the crossroads we're at is one get rid of them or two let's take a different attitude towards statues my my argument would be that we've never really taken a critical attitude towards statues we we've been all too willing to accept statues we like and completely hate statues we don't like I mean, like i said at the very beginning i don't think there is i think all statues pretty much are stupid because that they they point to a sort of uh, binary view of history where people are either heroes or villains and i think that i don't really think that's a good approach to take and it, it feeds into the whole great man idea of history well i think maybe statues in the past have but do you not think it so you don't agree with celebrating people people yes and ideas and i think the the, the kind of sort of things like the the memorial to all the uh, the people who died during the nazi regime or the jewish people that died during the nazi regime in berlin i think that's a really fantastic memorial and i think uh, from an artistic perspective as well i think it serves a real purpose but as we both agree the purposes of these kind of statues are pretty monolithic in the sense that they're all about celebrating the life and achievements of that one person up on the pedestal and i think yeah. they're the ones i have a problem with whether it be churchill or whoever Colston or Rhodes I think they're all problematic to a certain extent but the fact that they are problematic is a good thing and the fact that we can see them is a good thing because it shows us human folly it shows us the mistakes that we make yeah I think that only works if it's you I think it shows you human folly I think for most people looking at a statue it doesn't show them human folly it just shows them a person that, that apparently deserves to have a statue I think uh, it's not that people should be taught to think like me and to have exactly the same opinion as me. But I'd, rather, <laughs> but I'd rather people had the opportunity to make their own mind up. I think that's more um, beneficial for society than not letting people make their mind up about it. And like I say, democratically, if people vote to remove these statues, that's, you know, I can't argue with that. I'm a Democrat. I believe in democracy. Ah, I mean, yes. This is another point I found fascinating. So if people voted to remove the statues, you wouldn't have a problem with it. Not in a democratic sense. In a moral sense, I think it's the wrong thing to do. But I can't, the same way that I don't contest the legitimacy of the Tory government, I don't contest their legitimacy to rule. I don't agree with their policies or their ideas, and I wouldn't have voted for it. That doesn't mean I can't challenge it. But I would never support a vote to remove the statues. I just wouldn't, I would, if people want to remove it, that's fine. They've made their mind up. But I want to have the debate. I want people to give it a real full four before just simply saying some people are offended by this or even lots of people are offended by this. Therefore, that's a legitimate ground to remove it. I say, no, offence is not good enough. Give me a better reason. I'm trying to think of a really nice way to wrap this discussion up tidily, but we still disagree with each other. <laughs> Well, I think we, we agree in, in broad strokes that... I think there's broad places where we agree in that we should definitely not ignore the past and we should definitely learn from statues. I just think we're learning from the statues in different ways. Yeah, and, I, I, and your, your approach, which as I understand it, is by removing those statues, we can learn better. 
or we can it, it, it's signum, it's symptomatic of a different way of learning is mm -hmm. that right well i don't think it's necessarily you learn better without the statues but i think you know if you failed to learn from the statue and you don't want the statue there anymore anyway hmm tearing down i don't know if you necessarily learn better well actually no i think maybe at least you would learn better from tearing it down because i think people are learning a lot more about colson now having had the statue turned down than they ever learned about him before and it's almost a symbol that we've got to the stage where we can cast out those ideas and we can say that, that those the ideas that built this statue are no longer relevant so let's no take longer accept and therefore we're taking the statue down yeah and we we agree, and I, agree that, and I definitely agree with you that now the statue's down that's not the end of the issue we should mm. still continue to learn for it and i'm like i mean i like that he went in the harbor because i just think that's funny and i like the poetic justice of it it has, the yeah. where the slave ship left but i don't think it, i think you're absolutely right that it shouldn't be ignored that there was the statue i think by all means you know by all means fish that statue out the harbor and then put it into a museum and i think we we agree all the way up to that point and the point of divergence is that my view, which I think you probably rightly characterise as entirely unrealistic, is that everyone should take almost an academic historical view of all of A these. Squid like view. To be fair, I think if your view was possible, I would agree with it. But I just don't think it's realistic. So I'm like, well, it would be nice if we could have that, but we can't have that. So let's have it this way where we tear them down. Yeah. So in many, I suppose your view is slightly more pragmatic than mine mm. but you know i'm a dreamer you are <laughs> always have been and always this, will be. do you know what we found a nice wrap up to this <laughs> because you are a dreamer in the face of the world's harsh realities and on that ludicrous note we formally ended the debate but as a kind of epilogue we did try and come up with a compromise between our two arguments on the differing importance and functions of statues. After all, what's better than a compromise? Everyone ends up slightly unhappy, which is exactly as society should be. So you rejoin Cassie and myself talking about the difference between principles and opinions. Like, for, for example, with this statues argument, we both have the same principles, but we have different opinions. Yeah, we have the same principles that people should learn from the past and they should not ignore the past. Yeah. But we have different opinions. On how best to do that. On how best to do that. That's a very good example. And we have held our principles tightly, but we're willing to hold our opinions more lightly. Even tighter. <laughs> well, there's, there's <laughs> things, I, we mentioned earlier about how I'm a realist and you're a dreamer. I, and I have to say, as much as I really liked a John Stuart Mill quote, I was like, that's not what happens in debate, though, is it? <laughs> no, it really I've is. I've never debated anyone who changes their opinion. All people do is dig down. They dig down into the sort of echo chamber and they never they listen to anyone. Else. And then they never debate anyone ever again because they didn't enjoy the experience. <laughs> and it was much better to just talk to people who agreed with them. Yeah, I really enjoyed that time I debated that person that agreed with me. And um, then at the end, they clapped and we hugged. <laughs> that was way nicer. In the dream world, they would learn from the statues. In the real world, they'll push them in the harbour and then learn from them. Well, what about getting the statue out of the harbour and putting it back? But covered in like harbour. Yeah, That'd yeah, be covered in We've seaweed. reached a point of agreement. That's Absolutely. a compromise, isn't it? 
Or what about beheading all the statues? How do we feel about that? That is a great idea. I support that 100%. Deface them, leave them there. That is the solution. You deface them. You let people go to absolute town on the statues. Because that's... that, and I know you didn't like this example, but that is what they did in the Reformation, wasn't it? They basically beheaded the statues. The statues stayed there, or quite a lot of them did. Like the gargoyles. They cut off all the gargoyles' heads. Because quite that's what's happened to quite... Having quite a lot of the statues in, um, like, the Eastern Bloc being left, but they're back. Well, it's like the Berlin Wall, isn't it? Yes, that's a good example that we didn't talk about. Yeah, I should have brought Lever. that up. But again, I think that... Is it reflects the agreement in that the statues we agree that the statues can't continue as they have been. Mm. I should have cut that. That's a really good. Ar- that's a really good point, actually. That that is what I should have argued. That what about the Berlin Wall? Well, no, just that defacing statues is a a good way of a good sort of compromise. Just but like the Berlin the Berlin Wall, they have the pictures of all like the people that suffered through it, and they've got like there's a whole stretch where yeah, you can look- they've got all the graffiti on that directly connects to the history which brings us to the end of this episode of repeat until funny thanks to cassie for coming on the podcast i'll ask james next week if there are any comparable japanese statues that we can talk about big lesson from history today has got to be make sure your opinions and statues aren't set in stone we shouldn't take them for granite or put them on a pedestal um next episode me and james are going to be talking about socialism Specifically the claim that it has never worked in practice. Sounds fun, I know. Anyway, all the best. Thanks for listening and...